Welcome to Diving Into Crypto. Diving Into Crypto. A weekly series where thought leaders share insights, strategies, and insider stories about all things crypto and Web3. Brought to you by Adlunum. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of Diving Into Crypto. This is JP from Adlunum INC bringing you everything about Web3. On today's show, we have two very special guests who are being part of our panel. The panel is going to be discussing inclusivity in the not just the workspace, but in Web3 in general. They're going to share their thoughts, their insights, their experiences, and even aspects of their journey as they have moved into certain roles that allow them to have these larger perspectives. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what this show is about. Before we bring them onto the stage, I'd like to have a few announcements. The first one is views expressed on this program belong to that of the speaker. And any thoughts that have been shared um, is meant purely for educational purposes and is not meant to be thought of as financial advice. All right. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's do one last test for these reaction buttons. Um, I understand that Twitter, now with their new management, has, which has taken over, has, of course, kept the wonderful aspect of you being able to choose or customize the, the emojis that you have. You can choose them across various colors. So let's give that a shot and see if we can go with, uh, let me see, what's the color of the heart for today? I think today, uh, considering that we're going to be uh, focused on inclusivity, uh, let's look at the color blue. Uh, or maybe maybe orange. Orange is a good color. Orange is a good color. So I'm going to choose an orange heart just for today's show, right? Okay, because as they say, orange is the new whatever you want it to be, right? Okay. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, so that being said, let me briefly introduce our speakers so you have a sense of who they are and what they do. Uh, however, I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves more uh, in depth uh, and as we invite them to speak, right? So our, our first panelist today is Elena Idrisova. She's the Regional Director of Business Development and the head of Saudi Arabia's chapter for All Stars Women Dow. All Stars Women Dow, right. Uh, our second panelist is Amala Bastian, who is the community manager at the, uh, if you haven't heard, them, uh, heard of them before, you should look. Check, log into LinkedIn and check them out. They do wonderful programs. And this is the Women in Blockchain Talks. So, ladies, welcome, welcome, welcome today to today's show. Right. Okay, so thank you, Alina. Thank you. Uh, thank you, the Blockchain Girl, uh, for, for being here on the show today. Could I ask you to briefly introduce yourself in, in no particular order, uh, we, we can start with the first ID that I see. I can see that blockchain girls first, just first on the list. So um, please go ahead. Tell us a little, little about who you are and what you do. Hello, everyone. Uh, thanks for inviting me uh, at Adlunam and JP, Rebecca, uh, Kimberly, and everyone to the team. Kudos to your team. Uh, my name is Amala, Amala Bastian. Uh, I'm renowned as Blockchain Girl. Uh, basically, I'm from India, but currently living in London. So, um, 
I was I was new here uh, in 2021, and I'm new to blockchain because uh, I'm nearly completing my one year in blockchain. And while doing my masters, I started working with women in blockchain talks. Now I'm leading the global community of women. So women in blockchain talks is a UK's leading diversity-driven blockchain education platform, uh, promoting the ideas of diversity and inclusion. And about myself, I have marked my presence as an organizer in about 50 plus online as well as offline international level blockchain events so far. And I'm really enthusiastic about these decentralized applications. So I enjoy every day learning new things about this space and hope to make, I hope to make an impact in the areas of uh, women empowerment through blockchain. And I'm a blogger also. I'm, I do blogging in my spare time. I write about blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and that's free. And yeah, I enjoy being a public speaker. Yeah, I've been invited as a blockchain technology or web three speaker for more than like 15 plus events so far in just less than one year. So I'm happy about that. And yeah, and last month I've been nominated for Virex Rising Woman in Crypto Powerlist Awards. So these are all about me. I hope you uh, got an overview about me. Thank you. Thank you, JP. You're very welcome. Thank you for that introduction and congratulations on, on the award that you won. Uh, also, congratulations for uh, your anniversary in uh, the Web3 and blockchain industry. So congrats all around. All right. Thank you. Uh, Thank our you second so panelist, you're, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Alina, uh, go ahead. Tell us a little about who you are and what you do. Uh, thank you so much uh, for having me today. Uh, there, Adlunam uh, Space and GP, thank you for the introduction. So my name is Delina. I'm working for more than seven years in the digital transformation and how we call it now Web3 domain. So my role is nowadays I'm a general manager for AI company that specializes in data analytics and uh, solutions to uh, create efficiency and safety of operations in a high intensive uh, industries like energy, oil and gas and mining. So I'm a general manager for GCC region and I'm based in Saudi Arabia in Riyadh. So uh, in, in a parallel to this, I'm uh, the head of their Saudi Arabian chapter in All Stars Women DAO. All Stars Women DAO is the fast-growing DAO that has a goal to enable uh, inclusion and diversity of um, uh, founders and entrepreneurs and investors in Web3. So we are launched this year and I'm planning to, uh, to launch our uh, platform officially by the end of this year. So I all welcome all females and male uh, entrepreneurs to join our community. So in parallel, I'm also a very huge uh, female empowerment leader, uh, also as taking into the account that I'm based in Saudi Arabia and here now happening a huge transformations. I'm glad that I can lead this and pioneer this type of, uh, of activity and work closely with their uh, role models here, with entrepreneurs, with the founders and with their just the women community so I'm really glad that I have such uh, such luck and opportunity to to have this type of uh, experience. So I'm also uh, providing some some kind of uh, consultancy and um, um, market uh, advocating in the Saudi and GCC region. 
So I'm helping companies to uh, to target the market, to uh, find the right approach and the right uh, client client base. Um, yeah, I think uh, in short, uh, it is like this. Thank you, JP. Thank you so much for that for the introduction, Alina. I you know it. You you are in a in a in a space that is uh, developing more inclusion in the workspace, and I want to drive deeper into that. Uh, but before we before we go there, and since since I have you uh, on the mic, the the question that that comes to my mind at this point is, uh, you know, what got you into Web three? I mean, I'm certain you know you you've had uh, you've just told us that you've had experiences in different places, uh, but what was that moment for you when the flip switched and you said? Web3 is the space to be for me. Okay. Uh, so, you know, I'm working more than seven years in technologies and emerging technologies. So I was working previously in a, a blockchain uh, company that provided blockchain as a service for supply chain and transportation sector. I was working in virtual reality as a training and uh, some kind of providing safety opportunity to uh, industrial companies to facilitate and growth in this domain. Now I'm working in AI. So all of this mm-hmm. is, as we know, as a central uh, base for their uh, Web3. And what is Web3 is the, the new type of environment where people can interact and uh, it's uh, more than just uh, uh, having opportunity to uh, in- interact with each other, but also to own and execute. So uh, in this thing, I, w- I wish to have a pioneering vision because I'm mm-hmm. at the age of, of these technologies and I see how it is possible to implement them in the concrete use cases. Because what I think we are lacking all is the very clear use cases, how to implement this, how to really make it it in in reality, you know? So this is, Mm -hmm. uh, I think, where I have uh, like some kind of uh, advantage is that I'm already into this. I'm already in the situation where I feel the pain, I feel there uh, there, are like black black holes where I can really add value. Mm -hmm to empower Web3, to create a real clear understanding how they can uh, empower their uh, service provision, uh, customer uh, experience, uh, accelerate maybe uh, expansion of their uh, products globally, and to have a new kind of experience uh, between end user and the client. So that's why I uh, put myself into this new path. And I'm glad mm-hmm. that I can uh, lead it in the specific region with their uh, big companies. Thank you for that. I uh, I, I believe that uh, this is this is quite a powerful space to be in. Uh, you know this, uh, and every person that's in a space being able to to drive the 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 agenda forward of more inclusion. You know, hats off, hats off to you for that. Uh, and and thank you for sharing that with us. Um, uh, the, the blockchain goal. Same question to you. What was that moment in which the flip switched and you said Web3 is the space to be for me? Yeah, that was, uh, I mentioned earlier when I came into the space last year, uh, I, I, I was a baby. Like, I don't even know what blockchain is because while I was doing mm-hmm. my masters, I came across a new title, Blockchain, mm-hmm. the Technology of Future, a question mark. So I was thinking, what, what is blockchain? So I, I, I'm a person who always think that uh, I should learn about new technologies. So I decided to research about blockchain. I started researching about blockchain and find out that there are a lot of opportunities in the state. So I need to explore this 
opportunities but before that i need education i don't know about this space so i need to get get educated so i taught mm-hmm. myself i started to learn myself that what blockchain is what nfts are what web3 is what dao is what defi are so when i started learning about blockchain and nfts and web3 so it was really brainstorming for me because uh, the smart contract um decentralized applications these words are technically difficult to understand but i managed to learn i managed to learn while i was learning um, i started to write a, write a blog which means like okay. i uh, <laughs> yeah i was learning and writing so uh, i i wrote what i have learned so which means that when i when i learned so i need to mm-hmm. simplify that that what i have learned to understand to make others understand to make co- common people understand what blockchain is and right. come across a yes i came came across a internship role at women in blockchain talk i applied for mm-hmm. that they accepted me and i joined okay. the team i joined the it's, it's a community so i joined the community so from there i started to learn more about this space i found many opportunities in space and from then onwards that's the moment where my life or my career flipped into blockchain and web3 so i found that this is my passion this is my life so i should yeah. i should go, go through this and I, i i will say that this is my moment of realizing that web3 or blockchain is my is my career very happy for you i mean and and you know i'm i'm glad that that you you shared that aspect about the the realization because the the same thought may be going through so many people's minds at the uh, you know at this very moment as they're listening to the show as they will continue to listen to the to the show later on is that um i i need and you know i i need an in to understand uh why i should continue to be here i'm not i'm not very really sure and then when 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 you share that that insight that you know okay this this is why it worked for me uh it could be it could be a reflection for them as well to to take a look into right yeah. so so yeah so thank you thank you for sharing that um okay you you you're welcome you're welcome um so i i want to i want to draw in deeper into into the same aspect of this journey for both of you and as as well as the story you know where it comes out right i mean um what made you want to uh, what made you want to apply at this uh, specific internship with this company and you know so and how did you settle into the role uh, in community manager uh, in the community manager role that you are uh, elena and you know after after the blockchain girl tells us about this I'll, i'll i'll come to you with the same question as well uh, you know as to 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 dive deeper into that specific role that you are yep so uh, the blockchain girl go ahead yeah i applied as a intern intern means uh, it's not as a community manager i was an assistant mm-hmm. organizer in the company so which means that uh, i'm helping i'm helping with the with organizing the events uh, organizing the courses that's that's what i was doing while doing my internship after right. my studies after finishing my masters they promoted me as mm-hmm. the community manager in this month so okay. that was my journey yes <laughs> okay so um just the, so then just to, to add to that right i mean through the series of activities of you know maybe organizing events is that how it led to or is there something specific that led to saying you know what you the blockchain girl you are the the the, the right person to be a community manager for for what we're doing i mean could you tell us a little about that transition oh my transition is like oh uh, yeah 
um my my personality is like um, i always wanted to inspire other people so while i was mm-hmm. doing this yeah basically uh, yeah basically i'm from india so where there is a main culture difference and a gender gap is there but when i mm-hmm. came to uk so i'm in uk now uh, i'm mm-hmm. i'm a newcomer to uk as well so when i came to uk i realized that there are a lot of opportunities in blockchain so mm-hmm. when i came into the role as an intern i learned i learned more about this space because blo- right. blockchain is always in the saving stage because it is always developing it is it is always uh, doing some things like uh, nfts or web3 they are all coming like uh, their product so i learned more mm-hmm. from these new um new items or new products in the blockchain so when i when i started learning about blockchain i i didn't even know that i will become a community manager but uh, right. my potential yeah my potential and they they promoted me as a community manager because they found there are enough skill sets in me so mm-hmm. i would that everyone should need a skill set which match the Uh, which match the position of the com- of the community manager or any other positions everyone should have the skill set where i got this skill set from this mm-hmm. skill set that from my education and my when when the day when when i decided to come out of my comfort zone that that right. matches everything excellent so okay so if i were to summarize this is this this three points that that really really uh, stood out in this particular journey right so the first one is of course um when you were inside that role uh, you there, there was uh, someone that was able to recognize that this is a space that you can shine uh, at the same time you saw that this was uh, you know an avenue that you you found a lot of interest in and and took a lot of self interest in that uh which eventually led to the position that you are because uh it is something that you 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 believe in very strongly and uh, you find some fulfillment in in this role uh would that be about right yes yes definitely definitely fantastic okay so elena please do tell us uh your journey your story into you know uh this specific role in web3 uh you know getting there and uh just to flesh out a little more that that transition from of course training in uh new technologies you you've been in that but you've also been in spaces where there've been uh you know an industry of heavy engineering when you spoke about oil and gas so um so so when it comes to the all stars women dow uh how 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 do you settle into how did you end up settling into that role um yes so you know um i was invited uh this year to speak at the davos world economic forum uh regarding female leadership in energy sector and how mm-hmm. uh we should empower uh, uh female leaders to join this type of um uh sector So uh, I met during the forum a lot of a lot of founders uh that are working in metaverse and web3 and uh, I saw extremely uh, like great use cases and uh, real implementation of the technologies here and there and I met uh, people that are representing several communities so I was glad to to be invited to to take over the head of uh, Saudi Arabian chapter and to lead this community in uh, in mm-hmm. Saudi to create the right, right. Uh, first of all to share the knowledge because you know as uh, the blockchain girl mentioned it's very important to uh, to educate uh, and right. without education in this in this specific topic it will be very difficult to um, uh, really uh, i mean have a real impact on our uh, mm-hmm. in our 
lives and in different uh, economic uh, dimensions. So that's why I, as a as All Stars Women DAO, our main like role beyond uh, beyond education, of course, is test. We have a startup factory that helps um, uh, women to uh, to pitch, to meet investors, to identify uh, how they can grow their uh, startup or business uh, in Web three. We have a recruitment agency that helps you to find the right uh, members in your team because nowadays it's also um, very difficult to uh, to find the right people you know that can that can join your journey and uh, to work with you. Also, it's mm-hmm. of course network based because our chapters are from all over the world, from uh, mm-hmm. Hong Kong to Brazil. We have different mm-hmm. uh, heads of uh, chapters, and uh, last but not least, uh, it's. Um, educational platform that we provide in order to grow the awareness and the right trusted information that can be beneficial for all the members. So mm-hmm. uh, if you're asking why I'm into this, because I think that this type of uh, activity will benefit not only our members, but the society in general. And we, mm-hmm. as a knowledge creators and the knowledge uh, uh, who handle the knowledge and provide this knowledge to their to people and to business, I think it's something that we lack. And uh, yep. I'm I'm great that uh, we can uh, take over it and uh, provide uh, this type of uh, opportunities to people. And uh, mm-hmm. if you ask me why I joined the company, I mean in terms of AI, uh, I I got an opportunity to uh, to have a regional uh, to be a regional manager, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm excited to have my own team, you know, to really make digital transformation happen. And uh, that's why I take over uh, because it opens up a lot of opportunities in uh, in network in uh, creating the, the great success stories that are quite loud because if you speak about heavy intensive enterprises, it's very difficult to add uh, add value in uh, transformation there because you need a lot of patience and time. So I'm I'm, I'm really great great that we can can do this. Mashallah, mashallah. As as they say in Saudi Arabia, I mean that that certainly is wow. Right. Um, so, so I, um, I also want to dwell in a little more about, you know, um, not only the, the geography, but also in terms of the landscape. And that was the reason that we, we, we wanted to do, to do the show, but also because we wanted to put a spotlight on some of these, these thoughts and these ideas uh, in, of course, uh, in spaces where, where inclusion adds so much of value, right? Uh, and and coming down to it, you know, so people talk very much about a skewed ratio between men and women in the industry, right? Um, and uh, you know, and so so for somebody like me, I mean, at at, at Lunum, uh, we are clearly, you know, uh, if we look at the ratio, we are easily about eighty percent women in the organization. So uh, this is this is also something that I, I'd I'd like to understand and and get different perspectives on. Uh, so so to start with, when we talk about a skewed ratio uh, of Men versus women in the industry, um, in in this in the experiences that you've had, and it doesn't mean just the space that you in uh, that you're in right now, but through the experiences that you've had, right? Is that something that you still see? Uh, and you know, maybe maybe you could like if you'd like to start with the workplace or another workplace that you're you, you're a part of. Uh, could you share some of the examples? Uh, you know, where you see that inclusion should be. Uh, focused on more uh, inclusion is something that you know uh, uh, of course will add more value and we get into that but is is that something that you see still prevalent is that something we need to do more of what are your thoughts 
you know, I my my example is quite uh, unique. Uh, I am in Saudi Arabia and I'm working in uh, digital transformation in IT, right? So um, this example is quite, uh, if you if you may say, you think it's pure male community. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's why I why my journey is so exciting because I break stereotypes every day, you know, and um, yes. I I'm I'm very excited first of all to to be in this journey uh, to mm-hmm. empower women around me because yes uh, i'm mostly backed up back to back with male uh, leaders uh, because mm-hmm. it's a heavy intensive enterprises and when you go into into them and to the it uh, landscape you will see that it's prevailing male 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 leaders but what yeah. i see now as being three mm-hmm. more, almost three years in the kingdom there are big mm-hmm. transformations happening uh, in terms of uh, women leaders and uh, the government supports big time uh, uh, empowerment of uh, of women in different dimensions from the government to private sector. So you see mm-hmm. leaders are coming from just everywhere. Uh, nowadays right. we have, uh, for example, just recently uh, the women joined the board of Central Bank Another women is uh, handling uh, their uh, UN in Saudi Arabia, from Saudi Arabian part. Uh, so uh, leaders are doing uh, metaverse projects in, in companies, uh, in corporate mm-hmm. companies. So you okay. see this transformation is happening just wildly. And uh, it's great that I can uh, support and empower uh, young uh, women to not mm-hmm. be afraid to thrive and to open up to these opportunities. And mm-hmm. uh, if, you, if, uh, if I can speak about the, my workplace in my company, mm-hmm. we yeah. are also trying, because I'm, uh, I'm women that is leading a very, uh, like a team of 21 person uh, and um, we are also trying to uh, empower and to hire uh, women in our company to in order to help because you know women yeah. and men are always should be together mm-hmm. it should not be right. like uh, uh, identifying for specific skills because we all have skills that we can uh, com- uh, like complement each other and it's okay. great that we can do it in the transformation in this new type of uh, environment as Web3. Mm-hmm. So, yes, uh, I think it's uh, quite an exciting road. <laughs> uh, it, it certainly is. I mean, there's, there is, you know, uh, so, so much that could, uh, that could develop into, into something more powerful, uh, especially when you have uh, multiple perspectives, where you have, you know, uh, multiple ideas. Uh, and and each each uh, individual brings their strength in. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the question to to the blockchain girl as well before we you know we we try to garner out some more insights and some more examples. Um, so yeah, go ahead. Yeah, thank you. Uh, first of all, I would say um, uh, like I'm really proud of Elena because she is from Saudi Arabia and she's a woman. Uh, as right. a woman empowering <laughs> woman empowering leader, I would say that she's doing a good job from such a place having male-dominated society. So I'm I'm so happy and so proud of you, Alina. And about me, uh, I as my company is female-focused, our uh, employment employer ratio is hundred percent woman. So I I couldn't mm-hmm. say anything from my workplace, but I would say from some statistics. Mm-hmm. published last year um mm-hmm. 
there are about from UK there are only about thirty five percentage of STEM students in UK higher education are women. So in order to tackle this change, it will take seventy three thousand eight hundred and thirty one days to to until the gap wow. until the gender gap is closed. And only three percentage female say career in tech is their first choice. And only fourteen five fourteen point five percentage of blockchain startup team members were women. Mm-hmm. So which right. are which are only like a less numbers, but something which is happy that forty three percentage of investors interested in Bitcoin or crypto are women, which is up right. from thirteen percentage last year. So there are mm-hmm. lot of gap in gender in blockchain industries, but still they are improving or increasing every day. So like like mm-hmm. that. So we have there is lot of work to do to bridge right. this. Gender gap, and we cannot and must not be com- complacent in this matter. And women right. or females are, uh, like, are about fifty percent of the population. So we count our mm-hmm. our issues matters, and uh, right. regardless of our age or anything, we can change our career. So any woman of their age, they can come into the space and they can find a career or they can start a career. So that's what mm-hmm. uh, I need to say. And and uh, and I'm glad that you shared that because there's you know there there is often this perception that okay um, there there's certain and I'm not going to say just women right I'm going to say that there's certain gender roles that seem predefined for people uh, right at the beginning and where you where is what we're is what we're looking at and what we're talking about today is the fact that uh, very often you will find uh, in certain gender dominated spaces. Uh, that there is a lack of inclusion because there is maybe one aspect, and this is this is for for both of you. Uh, there may be in you know a lack of inclusion because there may also be a lack of resource in that particular space. Now, is is that something that's that's evident? Because uh, you know, if I come back to what what you've shared and you said that it's going to take that much time, uh, there's not enough. You know, there's not enough uh, women learning uh, in the in the tech space. Uh, then that is obviously a problem that that has to be uh, seen to, especially if they desire the opportunity, uh, right? It's it's really about not depriving them of that opportunity. What do you think? Definitely, yes. We have yeah, we have got long way to achieve this equality in the space because regardless of gender, for example, we uh, we are only talking about women. There is non-binary in the in the society. So we should talk about them also because representation matters. If you are from um, if you are from woman like a woman or a woman gender or society, you can say that you are from woman. You are representing a woman society. And if you are from non-binary, you can also say that yeah, representation matters. If you are represented in any of the tech levels or a high levels of a company, mm-hmm. you will you will get followers. You will get followers because many women or Or your followers just say that yeah she or he is in that level so I can also be be like that and the difference between this equality and parity is that you can have seventy five percentage men and say twenty five percentage women in the industry but the equality ratio uh-huh. is the same right? right and when we talk about parity let's imagine ideal numbers of uh, like fifty percentage to fifty percentage or fifty four percentage to sixty four percentage do I get the mm-hmm. sense that gender balance is now leveling out? Yes, mm-hmm. because we are moving in the right direction, but there is 
still allowed to do for example mm-hmm. considering that um last year's nft sales 5% right. were made by women last year so you will agree right. that these numbers are not very high but right. still growing up so therefore 100% will still have lot to do mm-hmm. exactly exactly elena what are your thoughts well you know um uh, as you, as you mentioned um uh, nowadays uh, i mean previously we had this um uh be- very big um, dimension of uh, the prevailing amount of uh, men that are uh, has specific um, roles and specific education right that you could not hire uh, women because she she just doesn't have the experience so today we have a big transition and a big transformation in terms of uh, prevailing professions and um, education that have uh, more under a uh, female if you look at for example numbers in saudi uh, we have here uh, last two years the prevailing uh, female uh, graduates from uh, such professions as engineers as uh, mm-hmm. uh, data scientists as um, technicians and the people who work with a, with a scientific degrees you know so it means mm-hmm. that they will take over they will take over sooner or later uh, this year or in next two years the roles mm-hmm. that will be before were taken just uh, by men and it's right. as I, as I, w- i want to clarify that there is no gender uh, mm-hmm. uh, topic it's a topic of the skills uh and mm-hmm. skills and, and access access to this uh, education access to mm-hmm. their profession and right. uh, this uh, just le- we were lacking this but nowadays as a society are trying to differentiate the economy they're trying to attract new talents uh this mm-hmm. type of uh, gender uh, uh case and problem that we ha- we experienced before is not ever now it's less uh that you had previously also what mm-hmm. i want to mention that it's very important to build healthy relations uh mm-hmm. based on um based on mutual recognition and respect regardless of gender and um, right. uh, as i can maybe state uh, three main pillars that i follow mm-hmm. also is that uh, it's very important to have emotional regulation like emotional intelligence you know how to mm-hmm. deal with uh, with their changes with their uh, this transformation that is happening how to treat people the right way empowerment mm-hmm. uh, i think that we yeah. also have a big uh, big uh, uh, like uh, point on this because nowadays mm-hmm. even on the government level we see big empowerment uh, programs to give access mm-hmm. to uh, to different um, uh i mean professions and also i believe it is evaluation and assessment so how can we really take the advantage and uh, their empower and to uh give an access to specific uh type of work and uh, just not because uh, uh it's a male or female but because we can add value by both but not separating but just open up the i think that's that's very important and we are on this way you know the transformation is happening now and we see uh, different uh, uh, examples of this fantastic okay so i'm i'm hearing that at, at some point of course there is the government programs that are that are really helping inclusion uh there's also the the education aspect that's there uh, i'd like to share two two pieces of information the other day i met with a friend of mine from norway 
And he said that there's a lack of engineers in, in that space. And the government ran a program uh, to teach uh, housewives how to code in Python, right? And by doing that, after a six-month course, a lot of them were able to be employed uh, in with software companies or tech companies that were able to utilize that skill, and they could then work from home, right? Now, this was one of the uh, one of the gems that they found out from from the pandemic. Uh, you know, the resource crunch that they're facing, but also there's the other side of the coin is that they were people that were willing to learn and may have never had the opportunity to do that before but do have the chance to do that now, right? The second yes, piece of information that I... Uh, sorry, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, so that, that's exactly it, right? So, so that's that's from, from a government point of view. But the second myth that I'd like to bust is this. Most people think that, uh, you know, when it comes to the gaming section, right? Um, you know, when it comes to GameFi, when it comes to online gaming, that the majority is, uh, you know, is, is only men in that space. Uh, but the, the, the data shows that there's about 47 percent of, of uh, gamers are women, right? And most of them are, and they're more adult women in gaming, uh, you know, in as, as part of the industry who, who generally play uh, the play-to-earn games, right? Uh, that is, you know, so that, that for me was a spectacular number because 47% is a very, very high ratio. So the opportunities, um, you know, from, from what we're saying is, it doesn't only depend on your educational qualifications, uh, but there's also if there is a need to or if there's a desire to and the opportunity presents itself, women can be included within that space or any gender can be included within that space. Uh, is that something that you see as well? Yes, uh, definitely. You know, the examples that you mentioned are amazing. I, I really... It's not. It's happening now in in many communities where, uh, uh, as I mentioned, if you give access to education, and you mm -hmm. provide it on the uh, on a level that people can understand the value using this education, you know, in their uh, private. I mean, in terms of family, in terms of community as a family, community mm -hmm. as a as a as a company, or community right. as a, a country base. Of right. course, uh, it it it's really em, em, empower the economy itself, because uh, nowadays right. I think it's very important to have a local source mm -hmm. of uh, their uh, uh, people who can provide this type of services, not to be depend depending on their uh, uh, people who can do it from outside. So of course, uh, education and uh, learning is a is a basis for all transformation that is happening. So I I'm absolutely agree uh, with this statement. Thank you, Alina. Uh, the blockchain girl. Any thoughts you'd like to share? Yeah, I would suggest that like definitely um, skills matters. If you have skills, if you have good skills uh, in a particular field, you could be able to bring more ideas into the table. So skills matters. Education matters. If you have opportunities. If you have skills, you will get more opportunities. If you don't have skills, you should learn. You should learn because you have a lot of um, ideas or opportunities to learn every day from your from your comfort zone. Maybe um, when you when you come across uh, this block, for example, this uh, as you mentioned about your um, about the coding. Yeah, there are lack of engineers in blockchain development mm -hmm. and coding sections, but. Um, the thing is that all all can learn 
if if you are interested mm-hmm. in blockchain you can learn this coding experience uh, coding segments because there are a lot of uh, online courses available from um, university of nicosia it is it is one of a recognized university which provides blockchain coding and courses you can learn learn mm-hmm. from there and you can get a job from anywhere in the world and you can work online that's the mm-hmm. big opportunity in the space so right that's all about my yeah my viewpoints about that thank you and and i i think that that, that also hits upon you know a, a little more and we can dive into this a little more about the the next question that i i i had by you know through this conversation right and the first one is that the moment we stop looking at this from you know a uh, a uh, gender a gender b gender c point of view um and look at the skills that each of these uh you know each category of of people because at, at the end of the day whether you know you're 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 male female non binary you're still a person right uh it's what's what's most important inside a workplace is the skills that you bring to the table right and and none of the other none of the other factors are going are going to matter as much as you know what what you can bring and contribute to a team um but at the same time i i really want to understand is that something that you you know um you you are seeing as in your roles to to the both of you is that something that you are seeing changing today or or is that something that you you see that you know we have to do a lot more work in uh and then maybe we can talk about you know what we can do to make that different yes all yes um we'll yeah. see that because uh, regardless of gender like when we talk about gender gender uh we should have enough skills if you are a woman and if you don't have any skill it doesn't matter anything so you should have skills then only you can bring more to a team why we are keep saying about gender gap is that to encourage more women come to come into the space or to, to spotlight to spotlight them or give them a voice and the skills mm-hmm. when you showcase when you begin to showcase your skills and when when you decide to explore the skills you will get more mm-hmm. chances or you will find more opportunities so it's nothing or it's more about uh, skills more than about gender fair enough okay elena you you wanted to add something to that um i think i would add the point that it's very important for um, women leaders and young leaders uh, to have a mentor so mentorship in this case is uh, quite important for example i have i have uh, through my career i i have mm-hmm. different i have six six mentors in different okay. uh, stage and level of my career i always uh, was um, uh, in need to someone to mentor me to to advise mm-hmm. to how to see out of the box you know how to possess myself as a leader So I think for uh, women who wants to be a leader and who have uh, something to offer to their uh, market and to the community they should have mentors because um, this will help them to uh, create the right approach uh, mm-hmm. to, to 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 tackle the right community to uh, create yourself an image and uh, this is important for female as a, as a, as a woman you know and also um as um as was mentioned previously uh skill set m- m- uh, means a lot but also you need to uh, understand your um like uh, strong points where you are uh how can you identify yourself uh 
So uh, because mm-hmm. we are not talking about just give access to everyone, we are speaking about how mm-hmm. to give access to people that have uh, specific skills and how to match mm-hmm. these skills to the market, right? How to bring this yeah. benefit to the to the market to the economy? So to, and, 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 and by identifying your skills. You can t- mm-hmm. target the right community, the right company, the right uh, mentor. So this is mm-hmm. very important also to uh, like to work on uh, on yourself as a as a as mm-hmm. a expert or as a, um, a potential like uh, a leader, right? So you need to find right. your strong points. This is very important. This is from my personal experience that I I think it's uh, I I mean I, I want to add yeah. I underline I, I underline. Of course, of course. So, um, so if I if I've got you right, also as as a leader, you 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 should be able to identify one. You know, if you're developing into a, a leader role, you identify the skills uh, that you that are your strength, um, and and that that also is you know an, an extremely important part in the industry. At the same time, as a person, if you identify the skills that you you might have, so it it doesn't matter whether you have tech skills alone. Or, or maybe maybe that's the the avenue you want to pursue because uh, you know the the aspiration may be that you you want to be uh, an engineer or maybe it is that you you want to be a community manager or you want to be you know uh, the leader of, of uh, all stars within Dow right of, of a certain chapter and and bring empowerment but um, to the listeners out there I think exact what the speakers are saying is very specifically that if you're looking for the opportunity and you have a skill, bring it to the industry and the panelists of course who are here on the show today uh you know will are, are people that can help you find uh find this they can act as your mentors to to get into the industry and maybe help you find a career path that that really really works definitely yeah. awesome Okay, uh, so shifting gears a little uh, from that last question, and uh, I also want at the end of this, ladies and gentlemen, also at the end of the show, uh, we're going to give five minutes for question and answers to the speakers. Now, I'll, I'll invite you to to unmute your mics and, and ask that question. Uh, in the meantime, if you would like to, please send in your questions to INC or to the speakers directly so that we can have them asked on the show in case we miss you, right? Um so to my question to the panelists uh, at, at this point, we've spoken a lot about, uh, you know, the, the journey that it took. Obviously, it was it was something of a lot of discovery. It was a, a, a journey that um, in, in many ways also was was stumbled into. Uh, we were fortunate to find mentors. We spoke about, you know, the the reason for inclusion, some of the points of inclusion, uh, and also settled at, at the at the very end that bring your skills to the table, you'll be able to to, to find uh, an opportunity and a career in this industry. Um, that being said, uh, I really have to ask, do you, the, the panelists, do you think your geography plays a large role in uh, being able to find uh, inclusivity in the workplace or in also, since we we touched on that, uh, finding more opportunities in this particular uh, industry. What do you What are your thoughts? I think that um, uh, okay. Speaking about my experience now, um, I think that geography yeah it plays a role, but you know you're more focusing on uh, economy. 
because uh, the economies that are thriving now and um, uh, growing, they all try to uh, have uh, uh, inclusion and diversity of uh, different leaders, right? So it helps right. to identify and to grow in terms of, um, uh, I mean, specific niches or open up new market opportunities to attract investment. And because there are several, for example, funds nowadays are targets, for example, even in Saudi, in GCC region, right. if you take the last, yeah. um, the last uh, quarter, uh, there, uh, uh, no, no, not the last quarter. Sorry, the last, uh, the first and second quarter, there was more mm-hmm. female founders uh, of startups right. in Saudi than in all other countries in the world. So really, it means, wow. Yeah, it was a statistics published by one firm in London that Saudi founders mm-hmm. like prevailing than in other uh, countries. You know, so it means that. As soon as you give the right and the opportunity to uh, women to thrive in their career, to empower them, it will get, it will get a lot of uh, I mean, result in the economy, not just uh, as a, from gender perspective, but from their uh, well-being of the society and the community. So my perspective, uh, I think we need to uh, look into this point more than just geography, like what are their uh, transformation uh, uh, countries are going through what are the perspectives and opportunities this uh, can can provide and uh, to to go, to look at, at at this topic from this uh, uh, perspective i believe fantastic okay okay that that does shed some light on it blockchain go go for it uh, i would say that women of the world uh, want and deserve an equal future free from stigma uh, mm-hmm. uh, stereotypes and violence a future that is sustainable, peaceful, with equal rights and opportunities for all. To get us there, mm-hmm. uh, the world needs more women at every table where decisions are being made, especially in the technology technology field, which is impacting all industries across the board. So I would suggest right. that uh, in every table, there should be uh, enough women participation or representation. Fair enough. Fair enough. So um, if there should be enough representation uh, granted um, very quickly, just to, to wrap up the, uh, you know, wrap this up as a, as a particular solution, what, what would you think would be the right solution to something like that? I mean, how do, how do we reach out to somebody, say, in the, um, you know, maybe in Bangladesh, a woman in Bangladesh who may have heard about it, but, you know, wants to have, um, you know, wants to have an opportunity uh, but doesn't know what to do. So in, in, in spaces where it's not so obvious, what, what would we do in that case? I and mean, just some thoughts. Um, the world is changed after the pandemic because everyone can um, do the work from online. So for example, if you want, if you are from India or Bangladesh or any uh, part of the country, you can work for the American company or a UK company where the opportunities are made. Because mm-hmm. I believe that I'm, as I'm from India, uh, when I came to UK, mm-hmm. I I have witnessed so many changes in the in the industry, in the technical innovations. There are a lot of changes. Apart from India, UK has a lot of right. uh, development and a lot of opportunities. So I got this mm-hmm. opportunity because because of I came to UK. But I mm-hmm. want I want the Indian woman uh, to get the same opportunities as mine. So in order to get the same opportunities, we have to create more opportunities in the technology. 
so in the technology the technology should be developed every day it is developing and when it is developed representation matters allow allow women to speak up for them or or get talented or get skilled or empowered or educated so when they get educated right. they get extra opportunities as like men or any other gender in the society so i would say that right. when when it is developed when it is developing all get mm-hmm. opportunities understood okay great so that's that's one perspective uh, elida go for it so i believe that uh, i believe that you know uh, today is very important uh, to have first of all role models mm-hmm. uh, for me uh, as uh, like we have mentors and we have role models people that we right. follow people who mm-hmm. uh, have something we want to uh, like uh, uh follow their way uh, behave their behavior the way they do things the way they touch topics the way they execute things so i think it's very important to people uh to have their role models for example right. as you mentioned bangladesh you know i mm-hmm. i was invited to speak at uh, the forum called uh, it's under organization of islamic cooperation and there was mm-hmm. um, a woman she is young leader from bangladesh and she's doing like amazing job for her country mm-hmm. and she is uh, a part of uh, several councils global councils where they uh, empower females where they uh, try to achieve uh, more investment into the region so she is like in her beginning like late 20s or beginning of uh, 30s mm-hmm. and she is like uh, like uh, exceptional exceptional leader w- what i want to say is that for uh, for such um, people she, all, she also had a, a mentor and she always uh, also finding new role models for herself to achieve more to put more higher goals to uh, to uh, to learn from your own experience and i think it's quite important for um uh for the success of everyone mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. maybe i need to mention that we all should have a focus uh, right. uh because nowadays we are so distracted by uh many many things and um, if you really want to achieve um something that you are believing in you need to focus focus on your specific goals uh mm-hmm. focus on your well-being focus on uh uh things that uh, motivates you or uh, uh, make you happy <laughs> so mm-hmm. yes i think that this is what i follow and uh, i'm glad to share this with everyone thank you for that elena all right so our our last question before we we open this up to the audience because i we you know we we've had a we've had a conversation i can't imagine that the time is uh is what it is but um very very quickly all right um to to both our panelists what is your you know personal philosophy what is the the one idea thought or you know philosophy that that wakes you up and keeps you going every day for me uh, what keeps me going is that um i've been always kind to myself like if i if we say that i if i say like i can do that or i i, I can do more what i what i think of when i what, mm-hmm. so the affirmations matters when you say good to yourself mm-hmm. that will happen so that's what mm-hmm. i always think that and what i am today is is that what my thoughts will be like 
when I think in a way that I am getting more, I am getting more space here, or I am, I am getting admitted to everyone, or I am learning every day, or I am enough, I am capable of everything. So these thoughts make me feel happy or excited about my future, and I think that right. the the affirmations matters. Like what we say about ourselves matters. That will keep me, or that will keep our way more clear. Thank you. Um, so personal affirmations, check. All right, Elida, go for it. So, uh, in my perspective, uh, I, I agree. I agree with the, the blockchain girl. But you also, for me, what I want to add, maybe that you need to love what you're doing. Um, mm -hmm. In this, and like which which benefits you bring to the world. For me, it's important how I help the world to transform. Uh, which uh, which benefit and knowledge and value I create for um, for people that follow me, people because nowadays sometimes uh, um, like in our virtual world, right? If you take our uh, social media, uh, it's very important to uh, really to bring uh, value to people who follow you. You know, even in even right. in Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Uh, because uh, mm -hmm. this uh, this is quite important, and I really take it very seriously in terms of which benefit and how we can really help, empower, support, uh, advise our fellow uh, people who follow us. And right. uh, uh, as I mentioned previously, I think that also my philosophy is going around um, uh, people that I uh, want to be with like a community mm -hmm. uh, that right. I want to surround myself with people who share the same knowledge, like like-minded people, mm -hmm. you know, uh, share right. the same views, uh, vision. And that it's really empowers me to achieve, to wake up every day and to, to get to wh where I want to get. Thank you, and, and more power, more power to you. Thank you for that, both of you. Okay, uh, we're now going to we're now going to throw the the um, room open to questions from the audience. I know that we have uh, once one person who's who sent in a question. Uh, a few have come into uh, the inbox, but due to the paucity of time, we're going to allow uh, the ID Killeen uh, to ask you questions. Go ahead. Okay, so my question is, uh, I heard you guys talking about having skills and everything to survive and stuff in the industry, but I would like to know what other factor, like what is the main or the X factor to survive in the Web3 industry or any industry in general? I like having skills. Sometimes you, you would have the skills, but even after having skills, sometimes you are not able to survive. So besides skill, what are the main factor or is the X factor to survive in the industry? Thank you. Uh, thank you for the question. If I may jump on it. Um, yes. So I believe that it's very important to, uh, to have the right uh, network. You know, uh, in my personal experience, network played a huge role in what uh, where I am. And I think that you need to, everyone needs to, to understand the, um, what which community you are uh, target and uh, how to get to this uh, to this network there are nowadays a lot of opportunities to connect with the right people and it's starting from uh, events forums and um, uh, some communities clubs uh, uh, social media like LinkedIn and I think that is something that uh, 
I can uh, advise as uh, one of the points. Um, Thank you. Yeah, okay. I totally uh, would like to jump in on that too. Yeah, I totally agree with Alina. Network and the community is important. When you are in a community with like-minded individuals who share common values and passion like you, you will learn a lot of things from them. And when you learn uh, from experienced individuals, you will grow and you can find a good future in Web3 or any blockchain industry or any tech industry. And uh, when you have skills and uh, when you have right network, you will find the better options. Perfect. Okay. Uh, thank you. We've got one more question from the ID, Sean Mount. Sean, go for it. Hello, good evening. It's been a lovely session. So can you hear me clearly? Yes, we can. Okay, so my question is, um, okay, so as, as a woman, right, considering the nature of a woman, say, no, we're not trying to play the bias and all that, but of a truth, for a woman, some decisions are considered to be risk-assessed risk and stuff. So how does a woman who thinks broadly in this dynamic web tree space, right, how, how does she find her footing, seeing that she could make a long-term decision and then in a couple of weeks, months, few things happen that makes that she has to backtrack. I don't know if you really get the question, but seeing the nature of how the woman survives, it's a bit complicated. I really want to know how you, how you take advantage of that. Thank you. Okay, Sean, so uh, let me see if I can phrase the question uh, correctly. You want to know how um, not just women can survive, but you know, if, how does she make that choice to stay committed in the industry? Is that, is that what you're asking? You can give me a reaction. Yes, that's actually exactly what I'm asking. Okay, for instance, say uh, babies come, right? Uh, marriages, stuff that are not really considered, especially in most cultures, are not really easy for the woman, right? So those are the things I'm talking about. How does she navigate? All right, fair enough. Okay, so it's commitment. And then obviously, uh, you know, if uh, there's a, bio a biological factor that, that gets into the way, uh, you know, how, how do we overcome that? Good question. All right. Um, uh, so my perspective, I have several thoughts on this. Good question. Um, first of all, I think it's very important to have a specific skill set. So uh, not every, no, we are not talking about male or female, just not everyone is um, have the skill set to work in specific uh, sector or industry. It just uh, as a fact. So of course you can, you can uh, develop yourself, you can grow, but sometimes um, uh, you can over overestimate your expectations. So that's why it's very important to understand where, as I mentioned before, where's your strong points. So uh, if you can identify your strong skills and uh, capabilities that identify you as an expert or a leader, you can connect it to specific uh, industry or market or uh, or a job, uh, and uh, how to be committed to in, in this job, right? I think it goes also from uh, success. So from um, how to be mo still be motivated to do what you do uh, based on how successful you are in it. Because, for example, uh, as for me, if I'm achieving small success, I mean, not like a huge even small one, 
it makes me uh, thinking that I'm on the right path and I'm uh, I'm doing the right job and people are satisfied and there are results. So uh, this is what makes me committed to what I'm doing. If people are experiencing difficulties in terms of uh, uh, seeing that as if they are not uh, uh, reaching to the expectations. Uh, first of all, I, as I mentioned, you need to have a mentor, right? Or advisor that will uh, sometimes uh, navigate you. Maybe you are doing, uh, you are in the right place, but you are doing something wrong or you are not, you are not seeing something or you are, uh, can, um, for example, look at this from another perspective. So that's why it's important to have the community or a mentor who can uh, follow and create the right um, vision. Um, I, I hope that I answered the question from my side. Seems like it. Go, go for it. Okay. Uh, yes. Um, he asked about the long-term decisions by women. I think that it depends not only on women or any biological factors, it's about the mindset, mindset because women can become any, any, anyone in the world because they are uh, prime ministers now, they're presidents, uh, they can, um, they can uh, be in their role of a mother as well as a leader. So, which means that it depends upon the mindset. If, if she is capable of doing both in hand, she can do anything. So as for women who are already in this industry, I, I would say that we need to help beginners by giving them a hand in the industry. Uh, we should support them because we should say to them, you can, and every there are a lot of women examples in front of you, so you can learn from them and being patient with them. And just like what you do want to be some someone to be patient with you. So I would say that we need to help others by giving them or by empowering them or influencing them. So by setting an example as like, as a woman, I would say that uh, I'm setting an example before the world. Like you can also do as like me or you can do better than me. So there is nothing to be afraid about this. Any industries or any tech or any about any long-term decisions, anyone can do that. It's all about the mindset. Thank you for that. Uh, to both our panelists, fantastic. I think that that, that summarizes, uh, you know, an, a very important point that a lot of people will face. And I'm glad that Sean was the one that asked that question because uh, it comes from a perspective of, uh, you know, more than just a gender, but it also comes from a perspective of, uh, you know, a role within a, a, a family, which becomes very real. Um, so that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of our show, but it I would be remiss if I did not invite uh, our co-founder, uh, Nathia Bester, the co-founder of Adlunum, Nathia Bester, to ask a question. I think that she has a question and she has a comment. Uh, Nathia, go for it. Thank you so much, JP and Elena and Amala. It's been absolutely delightful listening to you today. I feel so inspired and I just love all of the different points that you touched on. I hope that many women in the space or women who potentially would like to get in the space will be able to listen to this episode and get all of the gems from it uh, that the two of you have shared today. Um, you know, it made me think I've been in the Web3 industry since 2017 and the space has come such a long way from the time where I was always the only woman in the room 
until now where I think JP mentioned earlier that most of the women at, I mean, most of the team at Adlunum are women. So our male team members are actually in the minority. So it's certainly something to celebrate. But one of the questions that came up for me, and I want to first make a disclaimer I'm from South Africa, so I fall into this similar bracket of I'm from a developing nation. You know, economic equality is still a major pain point, not the, you know, it's not the US, it's not Europe, it's not Australia. So as women from countries or representing countries where it's access to the same equal opportunities in the global economy, is not so easy. What are your perspectives on the Web3 industry, you know, casting a wider net of opportunities for women who otherwise might have had difficulties getting into, you know, the kind of roles that we are in? Do you think that Web3 makes this easier in any sense? Uh, yeah, I believe that um, this is an opportunity to, for women to lead from the front rather than from behind. Because in that tree, we can be creators. We are moving from a creator economy to an ownership economy. So with that ownership economy, we get some power in regards to creation, ownership, and wealth. So I think that Web3 can change a lot uh, in regardless of any discrimination, in, regard, in regardless of a, which nationality you are from, or which age group you are from, or which um, uh, diversity you are you from so I think that uh, the Web3 would um, help women to be leaders and to to own, own something rather than uh, rather than just being in the behind the scenes so I'm, I'm hoping better world with Web3 um from my perspective, uh, thank you first, Nadia, for your amazing uh, comment uh, and um, overview of our our talk. Um, from my perspective, I think that um, it is also quite uh, reasonable uh, to ident identify the fact that Web3 is a new space, right? And uh, this new space uh, provides new opportunities. So if we uh, look at this from this perspective, I think this is like untouched area. Uh, there where you can you cannot compete with anyone. Yeah, right. You just create your own uh, view, ideas, business, and, uh, and just uh, develop it, right? Here, we are open up. We have uh, men and women together. We have uh, different communities. That's why I think this is something that identify uh, Web3 and Metaverse topics uh, from others, because this is untapped opportunities. And I'm looking at this from this perspective. Thank you so much, ladies. Yeah, just wonderful, again, to be listening to you. And I so look forward to what the future brings, especially at what you are also going to be doing at, as individuals at a we will certainly be following very closely and I look forward to connecting to you in future. JP, all yours. Thank you so much for the opportunity to let me ask my question. You're very welcome, Natia. Thank you. Thank you for the comments as well as the question that you had asked. Ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of our show, but thank you so much the Blockchain Girl and Alina for being, taking time out to share your perspective. It's been 
of course, inspiring. And I know that we'll continue to uh, as we as we broadcast this show across many channels. And I, I hope that more people reach out to the two of you, reach out to Adlunum as well uh, to be able to get the help that they require to be able to find a fulfilling career over the long term. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being part of the show this evening. Have a great day. Cheers. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Diving Into Crypto, proudly hosted by Adlunum, the first engaged-to-earn platform with a proof-of-attention model and dynamic NFT investor profiles. 